Finally, The Rock came back and everyone was getting with it. Till he said I was talking trash, but he would never be specific. This fruity pebble that you're dealing with? I'm not your average jabroni. I'm like a big purple pinwheel rock, so go ahead and blow me. Just a test for you. The Rock's new movie? Well, it's nothing like walking tall. He spends the movie in a bowling alley polishing my balls. I deserve to be blown first! Now is the time! Now is the time! Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Joey. And my name is Chris. All right, Chris. I'm ready for you now. What? Okay. I, I don't have five rumors in five minutes this week. I know this is usually an end of the show bit. Right. I've got rumors, but it's very important and pertaining to us and WrestleMania weekend. Okay. We're going to talk about everything, though, on this show. Don't worry. We're going to talk about The Rock. We're going to talk about Trish. We're going to talk about Christian. We're going to talk about the Elimination Chamber. We're going to talk about Cena's battle rap. Yes. But not against anybody. Right. Just a rap, I guess. Right. Chair shots to the head. What yeah. else? Uh, we got a lot of stuff tonight. We're going we're, we're gonna to hit the ground running, though, because Chris, we have this ongoing thing now that yeah. Chris is either going Saturday night, April 2nd in Atlanta. Yes. The day after April Fool's Day, Chris is either going to go to Dragon Gate USA uh-huh. or the WWE Hall of Fame. Right. Either or. Yeah. If, if he goes to Dragon Gate, we'll get a nice uh, scalp ticket out of it. But I still want you to go. Don't don't right. let that be a deciding factor. I have a list of rumored Hall of Fame entrants, and the, th- these rumors are so good they even have inductees. The people that in, the the people that are inducting or, them, <laughs> inductors. Excuse me. <laughs> or the people making this stuff up had so much time on their hands they went ahead and decided who they wanted them to. Yes. Inducted. But they made us look bad on the last show, so right. I'm determined to do this one tonight. Okay. All right, Chris. Now, I I know I'm going to go in order what I think is important. So no disrespect, but I'm going to go with what's going to get Chris to go okay. order, starting from the bottom, mind you. This is this is a funny one. This guy deserves it, but no one really knows about him very much. They right. have one of these generally once a year. It's one of those roots thing. And this is the most important one for me. No, uh, no. Uh, we're, I'm going to go least important. Okay. Yeah, least important to ooh. Basically, <laughs> right? Okay, so um, somebody, uh, in addition to two other past superstars, a former employee also made their return at the Elimination Chamber this last weekend in a striped shirt. Who was that person, Chris? Oh, Armstrong, uh, Scott Armstrong. Bullet Bob, Bullet Bob Armstrong, his father and wrestling pioneer, is rumored to be in the Hall of Fame, which. Hmm is the reason why they rehired Scott, because Scott is supposedly going to induct his dad ah. into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. No word on the Candyman Brad Armstrong or Road Dog <laughs> right. Brian Armstrong. Don't know what's going on with them, yeah. but supposedly that's the deal. All right. Okay, moving on. This is the only person that doesn't have a rumored induct in, inductor. <laughs> okay. Sonny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. I like it. That's, I think they're going in the order now. They're really going in order for women, and yeah. I like that. Yeah, she definitely deserves it. Yeah, you go from Moolah to May, 
to uh, Wendy Richter. Yeah. I think Sonny is the kind of the next logical step. Oh, Sherry. Excuse yeah. me. Sherry. Rest in peace. Yeah. Sherry definitely deserves it. Miss Elizabeth should go in there, too. I agree. She should definitely be in there, but... Um, we got Sonny rumored to be going in. Who would you? I mean, at this point, it's it sucks. Candido's gone. Oh, who to induct yeah, her? Who's, who, Man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of people she managed. Yeah, yeah. Billy Gunn, <laughs> Bart Gunn, yeah. Henry Godwin. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. That'd, it'd be interesting. Maybe like a maybe someone that worked with her backstage a lot. Yeah, someone she was close like with, like a Michael Hayes or something. I don't know. Yeah. The next one, it's kind of a tie for first with me on this one because one of them's like, oh yeah, of course they deserve to be in there. Yeah. The other one is like, ooh, how come I haven't really thought of it all that much? Right. So I'm going to go with that one first, Chris. Okay. They're going to bring back Hall of Famer Terry Funk, supposedly, okay. to induct the only man who's probably weirder and crazier than he is that's not in the WWE Hall of Fame. You don't want me to put you on the spot, no. do you? He's from Sudan, supposedly, and he weighs about 400 pounds. Kamala? No. I don't know. Abdullah the oh, Butcher. Really? really? <laughs> yes. Another guy who never really did anything in WWF, yeah. WWE, but Hall That's of Fame worthy. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. We've seen We've Abdullah seen wrestle. Live. Yeah. He nearly got blood on us, I think, at one point. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to go get yeah. myself checked out the next day. <laughs> So Abdullah rumored to be going in, inducted wow, by Terry I Funk. Never would have thought of that. Okay. The big one, the one you've been, the one we've been waiting for for years, literally. The Road Warriors. Oh yeah, very cool. Supposedly on the table, inducted by one of their greatest foes ever, Dusty Rhodes. Oh yeah. Nice. So what do you think of that? Does the Road Warriors and Shawn Michaels make a difference so far with a little Abdullah icing, a little Sunny icing? <laughs> <laughs> not going to entice you with Bob Armstrong. <laughs> no, that's not going to help. I don't know. I was just, uh, I know we teased it on the last show because I couldn't remember who all was going to be at the Dragon Gate and stuff. Yeah. Um, of course, Yamato will be there since he's a new Freedom Gate champion. Akira Tozawa, um, Sato Yoshino, Pac, Chima, uh, they're all going to be there. So, yeah. this, is, this is a battle, this is a battle of niche expertise, if, if, if I may, on, on our show. You know, you, you, uh, you could school me and most of Dragon Gate guys slash yeah. some of the more popular Japanese guys, and then I'm more of the old school guy. Right, and so I think that's that. I think this dilemma that I'm having just shows the dynamic uh, that we have. But yeah. I mean, like I just saw they just uh, announced that um, Yamato will face um, Akira Tozawa actually at the Sunday show at the, at one. the noon show. So um, we're, um, we're all going to that. So we will we'll all go see that. And uh, Yoshino and Pac, who are the <laughs> Open the United Gates champions, are teaming up against Chima and Ricochet oh, I can't on that same that. show. So <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. But they will all be at the, I don't know. I think if you go to the two Dragon Gate shows, that's too much wrestling. <laughs> it's it's too actually, much for you. No, it's it's not too much for me. Okay, here's what, it, here's, here's what it'll do to you, Chris. Too much wrestling? Did you just say that? No, 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 no. I didn't mean to say that. Here's what I meant to say. It'll make WrestleMania disappointing if you go to both Dragon Gate shows. We went to both uh, Ring of Honor shows and we went to 25. That, that is my point. You know, it was it was you a really were disappointed. Good show. I wasn't disappointed in WrestleMania 25, despite the main event sucking. But you know, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to bring you over to my side. <laughs> yeah, I, you just I had a crappy argument. Up. I'm making stuff up. 
I didn't make this up. Uh, I, I I got it straight from this uh, eight-year-old kid's uh, basement blog. <laughs> <laughs> we do already have our tickets for the uh, Ring of Honor show. On, oh, and Arn uh, Anderson is still very much rumored, by the way. Sorry. Huh? Arn oh. Anderson for the Hall of Fame. Isn't he rumored like every year? Well, they keep wanting to do a horseman thing, yeah. but they can't do it without flair. So yeah. I think maybe the, I think Arn would wait another year if... Uh, sorry, you were saying... <laughs> Well, no, I, I mean, those those rumors are very nice, but I will wait until they're actually confirmed before okay. I make any rash decisions. All righty. Okay, well, let's get to the, the show at hand here nice. without a format. But we, uh, I guess the biggest news of the last couple of weeks, because our last show was right before the Elimination Chamber, yeah. but I guess the biggest thing right now, of course, is the return of The Rock. Yeah. It was a it was a cool moment. Um, I know I had to watch it after I got out of work that night, and you'd already seen it. Yeah. And yeah, I was I was really excited when that yeah. happened. I sent a message to you. I said, whatever you do, just pretty much keep your phone turned off. Stay yeah. off of Twitter. Stay off the internet. Yeah. Staying off the internet is not as much of a problem, but I know that since you do the live tours, I'm like, what's he gonna do? Is he just not yeah. gonna Twitter about the show? Well, I I did. I just didn't look at the twitters that I was re- the tweets that I was receiving. Yeah. So. so. And was all the better because of it, wasn't it? Yeah. That was one of those iconic moments that, you know, will be remembered for years and years. That's why we still watch. Yeah. Absolutely. And Stephanie's legs are not hosting WrestleMania. Is that Stephanie? Everybody thinks it was Stephanie. I'm going to go with it. I don't know. (laughs) That was uh, weird. They didn't even say anything about that. (laughs) Yeah. It's just one of those funny, wacky things they do and they don't have to explain it. Like the guy that runs out in front of Batista before he walks down to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Raw. So, but no, it was that was really awesome. Uh, I mean, he was on his game. He looked good. Um, Looks like he's ready to wrestle too. Yeah, he's not. He was like in shape. I was making that comment. We were talking about the last match he had was at WrestleMania 20. Yeah. Uh, uh, with teaming with Foley, Rocket Saw Connection yeah. against uh, Evolution, Orton, Batista, and Flair. And while Rock was in good shape, he was what, what do we call it? Movie shape, yeah. Not wrestling shape, right? So it was kind of you know not not because of that it was disappointing, but the match was just kind of like oh okay, all yeah. right, you know. So do you think he's gonna wrestle? I I don't want to say he is. It would be nice, but he doesn't have to, and it's not my call. <laughs> oh no, I know that. That's not what I'm asking. Okay, I mean. you know what? I I think. He never retired. Right. So I'm not going to be mad at him if he comes back and wrestles. There's, of course, good money to be made wrestling Cena. Yeah. I don't see, you know, I I don't see him really going through the entire roster. No. I see him coming back for marquee matches here and there. I I don't, that's the one thing. It's nice that he said that he's back. I was about to say, do you think he's going to be like he said, I'm back and I'm back for good? Do you think that's, (laughs) do we can take him at his word for that? It was such a great moment. I don't want to, like, pee on it or anything, but I think <laughs> Go that... Go pee on stuff again. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's a motif on the show. Uh, okay. I I would like to think that he's back. Yeah. Because, you know what, in, in all honesty, he, the nicest I can say about his movie career is it's 50-50. Yeah. He's, no, I agree. He's, he's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a good movie star. I'm not saying he's not a good movie yeah. star. He's not a great actor, he's a good movie star. Right. There is a difference right. in this world to me. You know, if he's in a movie and I like the trailer, and that's and that's enough, I'll yeah. still go see it. Yeah. 
But hey, that movie Faster was good. I saw that. You know, and that's one I really want to see actually, and I haven't seen it yet. It was pretty simple and kind of forgettable, but it was enjoyable for the hour and a half you sit there watching it. So. Yeah, and that's what he he probably should be doing more of that. I'm not saying he shouldn't do comedies and stuff, but yeah. I think you know, there's good money to be made with Disney, so I, I can't hate on him for yeah. signing that deal. Yeah. You know, he's done like three Disney movies, so, yeah. you know, and that's probably as part of it, because they got all those different divisions and right. whatever. Anyway, movie talk. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I just see him coming back for marquee matches. I mean, he wasn't even on Raw this week. Yeah. And, you know, all this other stuff, so... I think he's just going to come in for appearances. I think he'll do the occasional big paper. He'll come back for SummerSlam. He'll, you know, he probably obviously he's not scheduled to wrestle at WrestleMania at yeah. this time. Right. It probably won't even happen for all we know. It, I don't. I don't really see how it could happen because the only person that he would wrestle would be Cena, and Cena has to fight the Miz, or it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. So, and I don't want him sticking his butt in the uh, no. in the title match no. because I'd be mad about that because yeah. he didn't. He he didn't work the whole year to earn yeah. it. So in that principle, no. He'll be involved in some way. He may even be involved physically, and that's fine. Yeah. I see him coming back to wrestle Cena at SummerSlam. I think that's an... Yeah. I, I know I give my no-brainer guarantees. <laughs> I'm going to call it right now. Cena and Rock at SummerSlam. It's always in Los Angeles now. This year will be no exception. Really? And they will do that because... It's a Hollywood SummerSlam. It always is going to be now. Yeah. And that's the match for it. It's already done deal. Makes sense. So there you go. And he's got a few months to get caught up with Cena. Yeah. He needs to get caught up with Cena, and I mean that. Yeah. No disrespect, but you don't lay off seven years and come back and wrestle Cena. Yeah. You would look pathetic. (laughs) And I mean that. Yeah. No, I agree. Some people are going to get totally pissed about me saying that, possibly. Yeah. If you're listening to this three years from now, you're going to get pissed at me saying that. Yeah. But it's the truth. I No, I completely agree. And uh, But yeah, that led to this last week, um, John Cena's rebuttal, uh, which oh. I loved. I mean, yeah. as much as I like The Rock and how that was an iconic moment, seeing the return of the Doctor of Thugonomics for one night only at least. That's what he says. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was that was great. I got really excited. And then he went into his, uh, his rap and it... It actually wasn't terribly PG. Yeah, so and it's interesting the way television is going this week. And I'm not complaining, but wow, many examples of you know everybody's been screaming and crying and bitching about it. Yeah, and I have to a very small extent, but not to the extent that every single douchebag on the internet yeah. is like bring back the PG because it sucks just because of that on principle blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and it's, well, no, it's I a mean, dumb I've, thing I've always been an advocate of the fact that it doesn't matter if it's PG or it's TV 14 or if it's even TVMA or whatever they do yeah. it's the quality of the writing and, and the, the quality is there and the quality of the matches is there then cool the only time I ever have a gripe with it is when certain things like like the the no blood at all mm-hmm. ruling that they've had for a long time that gets annoying because I've actually I was watching some of my like recently I was just going back and watching some of my favorite matches and one of them was like the uh, street fight from uh, King of the Ring uh, 2001 I want to say uh, Shane and, and Kurt Angle yeah. that that just watching it again after I hadn't watched it in a while it's, it's bloody and violent and it's it's a great compelling match Yeah. so I mean that has it's place um, I don't want to see well I know you were referring to earlier chair shots to the head 
Yeah. Uh, Big Show gave Justin Gabriel a chair shot to the head this week. It was very, uh, like you said, protected. He got his hands up, and it wasn't. He didn't put a whole lot of force into it, but still, it happened. And that made a lot of noise with me. I mean, yeah, yeah. But see, and that's one of those things that I really, I don't care if they hit people in the head with chairs. Yeah. That that's kind of unnecessary. Um, yeah. And but how many people are going to overanalyze just the fact that they did that one thing on yeah. SmackDown yeah. on on their on their generally more family-friendly oriented yeah. show to boot. And see, I mean, just talking about chair shots to the head, it's not, I don't care if it's to the head because that's dangerous and we yeah. know that that's not a good thing. Yeah. Hit him in the back and that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's just an example of how this week alone and I guess, well, since the return of The Rock, really, um, they're not as PG or they're, they're letting stuff kind of slide. Uh, CM Punk's bloody nose uh, yeah. a few weeks ago, highlighting that. Yeah, no, uh, no wide shot or anything. Yeah. They, it's like they focused in on, like zoom yeah, in on they that. Did. Yeah, they like, started the replay on it. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's a, it's an interesting time. I don't think they're ever going to go full blown. I think they're just yeah. kind of easing back in. Yeah. Baby steps. But if we see blood in a match, I think it does add to certain matches at certain times. It has its place. It really can. And for those of you that, you know, like I said, I'm not anti, I'm not anti all the Attitude Era because we just had a good example yeah. of that Angle McMahon thing. But, and there are great examples of that. Like I said, where would Austin be without blood? Yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania that, 13. he a t-shirt from the, that Blood from a Stone yeah. t-shirt where he's just dripping all over his face. Yeah. If that had never happened, yeah, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and I'm not talking about go the TNA route. We've talked about this before, yeah. where you have blood for blood's sake every segment of the show. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh but man, this, this company doesn't know what they're doing. No, they don't. Let's right. do a little lim- elimination chamber pay per view. We didn't get to, uh, you know, it's been it's been a crazy week. Yeah. And uh, elimination chamber we need to talk about. There wasn't a whole lot of matches, so it's like five, I think. Yeah, something like that. And uh, I I think. <laughs> I'm going to put in a, a nominee for worst week this week for the Intercontinental title. How little does that okay. thing matter this week? Yeah. I'm mad about that. Yeah. I've, we've always talked about how much we love the Intercontinental title. It's been majorly disrespected this week, to the point where I almost wanted them to put it on Del Rio, just so it would have some sort of spotlight at Mania this yeah. year. There is, I don't see it going like that at all this I year. Really, I don't, I don't even, know what they're doing with... I don't understand what they're doing with Kofi. I mean... He had that thing with Orton, and you're like, okay, he's about to he's about to reach that next level, and then no, he he kind of got beat at the end of that, and then yeah. has struggled, and he won the Intercontinental Title, and all right, he's coming back up, and he's maybe this time. Yeah, it's like no, he gave him one of the, he gave the company one of the best highlights of the year last year. Yeah, that Money in the Bank pay per view spot. Yeah, and it's like okay, well we'll give you the Intercontinental Title in six months, and we're not gonna do anything with it. Right, and you're gonna get beat a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've so. never, I haven't seen a champion lose this much. You thought Daniel Bryan was getting beat. <laughs> Kofi's been getting killed. Yeah, but yeah, he actually he fought Del Rio at the uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, non-title. Of yeah, course. good match. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was good. It was a good way to start the show. Getting but, over uh, the shock, I'm like, wow, they're actually putting Booker T in the booth for pay-per-view, like really, really just right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. I just, yeah, I was like, kind of surprised though. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I didn't expect or want Del Rio to lose that match because that wouldn't make any sense going mm-hmm. to WrestleMania but I didn't want Kofi to lose either so yeah. uh, as much as I liked the match I was kind of like uh, what are you doing with Kofi in the title yeah, yeah the, they, 
booking that match really wasn't a good idea for yeah. the show. Like, the way it played out on TV, you had to have the match. Right. But I kind of wish they hadn't now. Yeah. Because it's it's a lose-lose. Right. Kofi, Alberto can't lose momentum going into WrestleMania, but then you're just going to have him roll over the Intercontinental Champion in a non-title match. Yeah. So it's like double stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, not not discounting the match was good. Yeah. That's pretty much how it had to happen as far right. as the finish goes, but right. I just don't I don't like it. I still don't like it. Yeah. I I agree. Like I said, good match, not good um business, I guess. Yeah. I guess after that they did the it was the Smackdown, Smackdown Chamber. Yeah, which was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. So a title match would not be closing the show. Right. But I, and uh, yeah, didn't I think Ray and Edge both started that match, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, and then and they so both finished. <laughs> actually, the two people we made a case for for winning. Yeah, uh, we actually ended up picking Edge, who actually did win in the end. Um, which yes, is, yeah, makes the most sense, really. Yes, if you are following us on on Twitter, we will give you those predictions. So, because I realized on the last show we were like, I think yeah, we went with that in the end too on the show. We we. We well, I think for both chambers, we initially picked the guys that actually did win them, and then we kind of started thinking about it. It's like, well, you know what? This would be kind of awesome if they did it like this. Yeah. And then I don't know if we really changed our minds, but yeah, out of the two non-obvious picks, I, you know, I was hoping the raw one would go a little different, but yeah, yeah. You know, anyway, we're talking about the SmackDown Chamber. The thing that I thought was really funny during that match and I think it actually helped the match was even though it was kind of annoying us at the beginning it was like a prison match because everybody kept banging on the door Drew was like insane I don't know he was in a weird mood that night and then Big Show just kept every time they did turn the lights out and do the spotlight thing Mm -hmm. he just like slam on the the, the plastic it's like shut up let him in the match (laughs) and he of course he was the last one yeah yeah but yeah when Drew got in there I've I've never seen. I I haven't seen a crazier performance in a chamber since uh, Kurt Angle, yeah. uh, in in the one that Edge uh, stole the title that night yeah. after Cena defended. Right. Angle gets in there and just goes absolutely nuts for about three minutes, and yeah. it gets eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Ah, okay, you're gone." Uh, Drew didn't get eliminated right off the bat, but he came in there and killed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to kill Ray, first yeah. of all. He darted like, him into the door. It was like a javelin throw, like, right into the, the, the one of the pods. And yeah. I don't know, he was just, he was like, when he came in, just like, just like three or four moves in a row, just insane. Yeah. Just like, really violent. And that was the thing we were hoping for Seamus. Yeah. On the, when we were talking about on the last show, I was like, I think Seamus might have to kill somebody inside the chamber yeah. to get his match with Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah. But I was like, "What is it going to be, Drew?" Now, because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, "He's he's crazy," and I, I, I thought it was going to really. I'm actually kind of pulling for a Drew push now. I think I'm ready for it. Yeah. And it seemed like it was going that way. Then all of a sudden, he just got eliminated so matter of factly. Yeah. I think he he got a choke slam or something. He got eliminated. Yeah. I th- to me, that kind of lost the momentum of it. You yeah. know, I think he should have been the la- in the last three. Or put up more of a fight. Because, I mean, someone got yeah. eliminated, and then he got eliminated, like, right after, like, immediately. Yeah. It's like, oh, just kind of like an afterthought. And and that worked in the Raw match, but more on that later, mm. I think. But, uh, yeah, it, it got down to the first two or the final two, Ray and Edge, and they had a lot of great near falls. Yeah. And uh, I think that probably actually did make... I think you're right, though. I was kind of back and forth with which one I liked better, and I think the SmackDown 
one was better because it had a better I think so, yeah. match ending to it. Yeah. But yeah, I I really dug it. And of course, as you already know, Edge defended his belt, and he gets to fight Alberto at WrestleMania yes. in the title. Yeah, of course, as Alberto would say, he has the pleasure of wrestling him, right. or the pleasure of him taking his title from him. Right. On the grandest stage of them all. And so after the end of the match, uh, Rio actually does come out and uh, starts to go after Edge. And then we hear music and Christian returns and yes. attacks Rio oh, with Edge watching. It's about time. Well, we haven't seen Christian since, like, what, October, September? Something like that. Yeah. And, of course, the storyline is that Alberto put him out, revenge time. Yeah. So, and if I may, can I fast forward a little bit? Okay. We just finished watching SmackDown earlier. Yeah. Not a terrible show. Yeah. Not great, but not terrible. Point. I thought the first half was better. But if you didn't see the pay-per-view, it was like Christian never came back. Yeah. They did not capitalize on his return at all. They didn't do... They showed two uh, replays from Raw, oh. but they didn't do... a. Uh, anything on Christian from the pay-per-view, so was, I don't know. Wasn't there at all. I don't know if they mentioned him in the commentary or not, because, I mean, we, we kind of talked during the show, so uh, they may have mentioned yeah. it at one point, but I kind of don't think they did. I was I, I try to quiet down at least when Booker T is talking, because Booker T is trying to be the next Gorilla Monsoon yeah. with his uh, referencing of... <laughs> what was it? The uh, something, some kind of backbone, something. Coxal bone or something, something like that. that, yeah. He cracked himself up because they should go to a wide shot as soon as he says that and you can see him in the background just like laughing. Like Matthews and Cole are just like looking at him like, what, what did you just say? Yeah, it was the first match. Go back and watch the first match on SmackDown and watch Booker T when he references that. Yeah, because it's, uh, Kane does like a, a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker on Ray. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> I think that's the move of the week just because. Yeah. <laughs> Booker says so. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I got off of the chamber. Yeah. But, okay, and then... What did, what did they I do? think the next step was probably... It was the tag titles, right? Yeah, let's just say that, for, yeah. for argument's sake. Um, uh, Santino and uh, Vladimir Kozlov versus the core of uh, Slater and Gabriel. Yes, the tag team of the core. Yes. The very exciting and talented. and Yes, so... And I, I think we said before, with a, with a heavy heart, I picked the core to win this. Because, yeah. like the core... Love Santino and Vladimir. Uh, yeah, I like Santino and Vladimir as well, but I kind of I I like the chorus champs, so yeah. I didn't mind it all. I that was even if you hate the core and hate the fact that Slater and Gabriel won the tag titles, yeah. you cannot argue without. You cannot argue against how brilliant that finish was. It, that was straight out of the Brainbusters Horseman oh, yeah, playbook. Yeah. yeah. Blind tag, right in there, get in there, bam. Yeah. Oh, it was just great. They obviously watch their tapes and DVDs and are students of the game of tag team wrestling, which is awesome. I love when it's, like, obvious that they do that. You can't can't learn that just from some guy in the back going, hey, man. Yeah. You know what you ought to do, you know. Yeah, you can't can't learn that stuff. You got to do it yourself. You got to really care. Yeah. And I can see that they care. I, I, I dig that about them. Yeah. So... I mean, it's unfortunate that, like, uh, Santino was on Superstars this week, but Kozlov wasn't even on anything, and so I don't know what they're going to do with them now. I mean, they shouldn't just... I hate it when, like, one team loses and they're like, oh, well, that's it. Yeah, they just fall apart. Yeah. So I hope that's not the case. Maybe they're just taking a little time off, but I don't know. But yeah, I mean, the the match is really good. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well... (laughs) 
I have to talk about this now too, since okay. and then the next night on Raw, they <laughs> they give the core their first tag title defense, oh, yeah. and this is like it's it's like a WrestleMania tradition now. John Cena yeah. gets to team up with somebody he hates, vice versa as yeah. well. And they get to be in a tag title match. Right. All right. Yeah. It's not even WrestleMania tradition anymore. It's just tradition for Cena, period. Right. Yeah, because the whole Otunga thing. I keep forgetting yeah. about the Otunga thing because it was one day. Right. I forgot about him holding the belts with Orton. Yeah. I remember the Shawn Michaels thing because they both showed up for their main event match at Mania wearing the well, tag belts. It wasn't Orton. It was uh, Batista. Sorry, Batista. Yeah. My, my total bad there. Yeah. It's... God... Cena's a four-time tag... T- okay, yeah. yeah. Cena's a four-time tag team champion now. With people he doesn't like. Yeah, he doesn't have one partner in the in the, in the bunch. Yeah. At all. Yeah, so... And, and not only that, so... It's like, what, three, four minutes? And then uh, Miz just wins the match if, on his own. If that, yeah. And you see, I mean, he pinned Gabriel, I believe, and Slater was even, like, had one foot in and was, like, about to come in, but just stopped. Yeah. And just watched him. So, I mean, and even Cena, you can see the look on Cena's face. He's like, what just happened? We just won? And that's kind of what I was feeling. Like, what just happened? Why did they do that? And then Cena's like, well, I'm going to celebrate. Sure, I have a belt. Yay. And then Core invokes their uh, rematch clause immediately, and the the phone GM uh, (laughs) chimes in, and well, because that's my ringtone on my phone. Yeah, you're getting a text message. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And says, yeah, ring the bell. So... Once the second match got underway, I mean, it was actually a good match, and I was entertained by it. Yeah, but the I first, like that finish too. Actually, yeah, yeah <laughs> two nights in a row. It's just, man, I we talked about this like ad nauseum, but the fact that two guys that don't get along are going to beat this cohesive unit, really yeah, very cohesive unit. Yeah, it's just annoying. And isn't it odd that within what six months, if that? Justin Gabriel and East Slater are three-time three time, yeah. three WWE Tag Team Champions. Yep. That's three more than the Rockers ever had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, WWE. Oh, I think they've... I mean, they solidified themselves as... They're not rookies anymore, in my opinion. They're they're superstars now. Yeah, I, I, I like that part about it. I really do. I just want... It just... It really pains me that they... That, they're really turning into great tag team technicians. I like the that they're not exactly the same kind of wrestler too. It yeah. really helps. And they don't have some sort of like fun babyface team to wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah. Unless they just do a rematch, but I don't think people would even enjoy that cuz like, right. well, we've seen this a lot. Yeah. So you can't even have Santino and Kozlov. Yeah. Unless the Usos show up next week on Raw and they have just a crazy ass high flying match with a bunch of great tandem moves and they're yeah. using themselves as weapons, right. and then you do that for about three four weeks straight, and then you have an open mania and it's it's a show stealer. Yeah, that's the only scenario I see right now, and I know that's not going to happen. No. They're not going to make baby faces out of Primo and Zack Ryder no. before WrestleMania. And how is this going to go down? Smith and uh, Tatsu aren't going to make it to there that one you know what if they're going to throw something together that's the team I'd go with right now really I'd go with uh, David Hart Smith and Yoshi Tatsu I don't think people would buy them as viable contenders yeah at this point they probably make it the dark match of the night yeah Yeah, I I think those guys are all ready to do an opener 
Yeah. No, I mean, they have the ability to. I just don't think people would be behind it. I don't think people would care. Yeah. It's so sad. Okay. Uh, can How about we just do the tag team tournament after WrestleMania? Because I'm sure my hatred of how they're handling the tag division will really be at its peak. All right. I'll just be coming off of some Ring of Honor shows and some Dragon Gate shows. Okay. And then I watch WrestleMania and I'm going to be like, tag team wrestling is dead. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. We're going to do it because WrestleMania season is so busy. Yeah. So everybody that's a judge, you are going to be... You have to wait just a little bit longer until after WrestleMania. I think that's pretty that's wise fine. to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry. But Sorry. yeah, the so the tech title, the match at the chamber, the tech title match, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, boy, boy, did I get on a tangent yeah. on that one. Don't get me, don't start me talking about tag team wrestling. Uh, next up was the WWE title match, uh, Lawler versus The Biz. Yes. Which was a very emotional match. I don't think anybody really thought that Lawler was going to win. Um, but it was really good. Yeah, and the only thing that really surprised me out of the whole thing, I expected a great crowd reaction, and I got one. I expected I expected The Miz to become a better wrestler after the match, and I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, he, how much could he possibly learn from Jerry Lawler in one title match? I think he learned a lot. Yeah. The thing that really surprised me is almost the lack of Michael Cole involvement. King fired the first shot. In a way, he, like, that's pretty much how it went down. Yeah. He he wound up, it's like like he couldn't hear Cole yelling from a mile away right. in the booth the whole time. Right. But King went ahead and fired the first shot. He threw the biz into Cole. Yeah. I was really surprised by that. The whole time I said the best way to build it up is to have him cost Lawler the title. But he did no such thing. Yeah. But it still worked. He's already done it, though. Yeah, so. I guess that is lazy writing. Wow, they actually realized that that would be a dumb, lazy writing thing to do, <laughs> and they actually went through with it and committed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, yeah, and Cole got to go raise Miz's hand and, yeah, yeah, and celebrate with him. Blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. Anything else about the match? Because I know the storyline is, like, really... No, I mean, it was, like I said, it was just... It's very emotional, of course, with what Lawler had to go through in the previous week and everything, and he gave that really... Uh, Emotional interview with uh, Matthews, I think, or someone in the back. No, it was Matt Stryker. Yeah, <laughs> not commentating, uh, doing interviews in the back. Matt Stryker. Yeah. Um, what yeah, kind of great was, analysis would he have had for that yeah. match? Oh, but yeah, it was like I said, very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and then I, I, I was very shocked the next night on Raw. I mean, obviously, this is something that you have to go in really tiptoeing. But obviously, Lawler was okay with this. I guess if it just meant that to get to point A to point B. Are you talking about the the interview? Yeah. Thing that yeah no. I mean that was so over the top. It wasn't even. I mean I don't. I know Lawler was cool with him talking about his mom and everything. But Cole is such a terrible actor, and he was so over the top with it. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's not. It's. It doesn't make me mad. It just makes me roll my eyes. Like really, you're not good at this. You don't believe a word he's saying because right. he's just way too animated. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just so far over the top. And sending his condolences the previous week and then turning into that the next week, yeah. whatever. And I, I said this on the last show about how McMahon could be doing this way better than Michael Cole could. McMahon could do it better in his sleep. It, McMahon can, can go a, so far over the top that it's goofy, but it still works. Yeah, because you really believe he's a cold-hearted asshole. And that he's insane. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean... 
what can you imagine how much better that would have been yeah. if Vincent just been like in there like kind of like nodding his head like he does yeah. and like smiling and yeah. saying the same thing as Nicole did because Cole was yelling yeah can you imagine if Vince was just like he basically would be just laughing about it yeah because that's what Mr. McMahon's in quotations character right. is right you would buy that hook line and sinker yeah. every one of you would including both of us yeah how much better would that have been? Yeah. I think the match would be better too. Right. <laughs> it would be better a million times better. But yeah, can you imagine Lawler going in there going, well, what did your mother think? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, what an ass. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you know, all I do is just picture like Cole and King like written cars together for like 10 years. <laughs> right. That's really, that's that's down to the basics of yeah. it. But yeah. Vince has created this monster of a, the worst. I'm gonna make a gimmick out of the worst play-by-play announcer in the right. history of professional wrestling. People hate him because he's terrible at his job. So yeah. let's make him annoying too. Yeah, he's managed to make. When I watch Tony Schiavone matches now, I, Tony is so far off my radar. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, all oh, right, okay, because he he knows he knows a couple of wrestling moves. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's what he's managed to do with this whole thing. It's it's unprecedented. And he might put that in his top ten created characters ever. He might. <laughs> I'm going off the path here, but yeah, yeah I we okay. Michael Cole's now banned from the rest of the show tonight. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that you said there were five matches on there. I was just like those four. Right? Yeah, four. Okay, the last one is the Raw Chamber match. Yeah. Sorry, I. Talked about that a little bit. That's, yeah. that's what I do. But yeah, we picked Morrison as a dark horse. We picked Cena for the obvious win. Yeah, our initial reactions both were Cena easy because of the Miz. So yeah, just because they were already in the feud. So I mean, it, it wasn't. A, I think we just went with Morrison just because we really wanted it to happen. Because yeah. I think it. I don't know. We the scenario we painted last week would have been really interesting, and it would have freed up Cena to do whatever with the Rock at WrestleMania too. So I think maybe I mean that would have been the plan for like let's say Morrison to win the match yeah. is if they could have gotten the Rock to wrestle. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think he's ready to yet. But I bet that was on I bet that was definitely in the plans. Yeah. Like I think Morrison would have been the guy they went with if 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 Rock was going to be involved there. Yeah. And Morrison he did some pretty cool stuff, climbed to the top of the cage a la homicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But at least his objective wasn't to go through the middle top. Right. <laughs> Those there's there's a really cool picture on WWE.com where uh, it's got Morrison on the top and he's like reaching look like his hand is reaching down towards Seamus who's like looking over to the side has no idea where he is. It's pretty cool. That should be the wallpaper next year yeah. for like the pay per view ad yeah. for Elimination Chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean he had a he had a decent showing. Um, the whole thing with CM Punk with the. The, the pod thing that was kind of that was kind of silly oh man getting an email from the general manager during an elimination chamber match that's way too far that's yeah. going too far yeah first of all it, CM Punk is such an anomaly isn't he like the mean? way his character operates how so like like two thirds of the time he's just run and gun in there he is not cowardly he doesn't do that right he means what he says dot 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 mostly and he yeah and he you know it's like he has all these guys that you know or his muscle yeah but he's 
more often than not, he's the one that wants to get in there. Yeah. It's weird. And then he'll then he'll cower. Usually, yes, there's an obvious he, method to his madness, but it's weird how he got eliminated so quick by being so gung-ho to fight. He picks his spots. Is I wouldn't call it cowering. He picks his spots, yeah. and he's cerebral about it. Yeah. Um, well, because he was so gung-ho to get in there, and he was pushing on the door, pushing against the <laughs> chain, whereby the referee didn't have the leverage to get the chain off because he was pushing on it so hard. Yeah. It wasn't a malfunction in the in the, in the the pod. That's ridiculous because no, there's I, nothing to malfunction. I don't believe that there was for a second. Yeah. I'm just saying it's weird how they wrote it like that to where, you know, it's like... I, well, he, he wanted to get out of there so fast because he saw the opportunity, but then he got stuck in the door, and that gave Wharton the opportunity to grab him and RKO him immediately. Yeah. So It would have made more sense the way they book him sometimes, where he's not he's a little weary to get out, and then he kind of gets pulled out. Yeah. More so than he was just by being stuck in the door. But being stuck in the door is interesting. They actually, yeah. you know, they haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought it was it was kind of silly, but I mean, he had a good showing after that and got to eliminate Orton. So yeah, after getting eliminated himself. Yeah. So he got. He's the first guy in the history of Elimination Chamber to get beat twice. Right. <laughs> Can't take that away from him. <laughs> Who else is ever going to be? I don't think they're ever going to do that again. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> way to way to way to write your history book. That's yeah. that's very very interesting. He still wound up being in the last two. Yeah. When he got when he got Orton out of there, I was just like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, either way, I can't lose now. Either, you know, they're never gonna do Punk and Miz. But I'm like, either way, yeah. now I'm 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 good. I'm yeah. gold and sold. So. But yeah, it was it was a good match too. I don't. There wasn't a bad match on that show. I, I even though kind of predictable, it was it was a good show. The Chamber was. It, it, yeah, you have to make it a tight show because you know. I think they they obviously put a lot of writing and thought into these matches, and I like that. Yeah. Some guys are some guys do kind of fall by the wayside, like a Drew McIntyre or a Kofi Kingston. Yeah, but I think that's one of the, I think it's the best quote unquote B show of the year. Um, Even though they're making all their pay per views really count, I yeah. think they're finally doing that. Yeah, but as far as not being WrestleMania or SummerSlam or Survivor Series or Royal Rumble, right? It is that's the show. If you told me I could only watch one show that's not those four. Right. I would at this point I'd definitely pick Elimination Chamber over Survivor Series. Yeah. So that that might be the new big one. It's so important now too. Yeah. It doesn't make the Royal Rumble null and void, but it definitely makes it as important. Yeah. It really does. I think so. So So yeah, thumbs up from me. Thumbs up from thumbs you. Up. And it's it's the road. Thirty seven days from the day of this recording yes. till WrestleMania, and once Elimination Chamber is done, it's just so exciting because I know the next one, especially this year, yeah. we won't even be watching it at home. <laughs> We're gonna be there. Yep. And uh, the build-up's already way better than the last time we went. The first time we went. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, still. I mean, I hate it when they just bring stuff out of nowhere. They're making sense of it now, and they're building on it. But I like WrestleMania to be like the culmination of the previous year, not the culmination of stuff we decided to throw at you two months ago. They are guilty of that, yeah. no doubt. And some of it, you know, some of it's not their fault. No, Most I, of it I know. is. But, I mean, can't they, like, plant seeds here and there throughout the year and say, hey, like the the, the um, Jericho Edge thing from last year, that was cool because that was, like, almost like a half year in the making. Yeah. Um, things like that. You could argue that the 
the Punk Orton thing is two years in the making, but I don't really buy that. Yeah. It's it's two months in the making because that's I, when he decided to do something. I think you're right. I think CM Punk was the voice of logic in that whole planning of the storyline. Yeah. It really just seems that way. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, guys. Yeah. Just trying to make sense of it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm still. I mean, it's cool. I'm still gonna enjoy the show. Yeah. Do you think that I know they haven't even said anything to this effect? Do you think they're gonna do a Money in the Bank match this year? See, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think so if they have the the pay per view. It doesn't make sense to have one winner there and then two more later on in the year. It doesn't, but what two they, two winners is too many, I think. Yeah, two so two three many. is three is, is way too many. Three is a crowd, right? I'm I'm yeah. clicheing all night tonight, aren't I? Thanks. Yeah. Um, put me and Italian in a room together. <laughs> There's a show. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? There's so many guys that I would I love know. to see on the show. And this is this that is That was the good thing about the, the Money in the Bank is yeah. because that's why I don't like the Money in the Bank pay-per-view because it puts the main event guys in the Money in the Bank, which they don't deserve to be in. Yeah, it's supposed to be a star maker. We've yeah. said that all along, so... Where do you go? Where does Jack Swagger go? Where does yeah. Kofi go? Where does Zack Ryder go? Yeah. Where does Yoshitatsu go? Yeah. I don't want to see Randy Orton in a Money in the Bank match. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. But um, speaking of WrestleMania, though, we did get to see a return this week. The uh, Undertaker, the the return of the Undertaker, which we knew was going to happen, and you called it, or we called it, or something happened. We called it by saying we didn't want it to happen. Yeah. I just thought I would be so disappointed and yeah. hating it. And and I'm, I'm not changing my story. Yeah. I, I, I've seen the stories were blowing up out there. Like JR, of course, putting it over. J, who I respect JR's honesty. Maybe he was legitimately excited about it, but I yeah. think he built that one up way too much. He's yeah. like was so powerful what they said by saying nothing and no. I know there's a place for that but there's I just I, I'm not just disappointed because it wasn't Sting that's not it at all yeah. it's just I kind of you know once it started happening I did kind of see it coming yeah and eh, well, yeah. like I said it makes sense but it's easy and Triple H versus Undertaker is not going to match Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker no. I mean you're not going to have He's not going to have any kind of match ever again like he had the past two years with Shawn Michaels. Not at all. So Period, period, period. They're going to have to do something else. They're going to have to make it emotional. And I don't think, honestly, I don't think Triple H, even though I know where he's coming from, it's like, you eliminated my best friend in the business and I'm mm-hmm. going to get revenge on you. Um, but still, I don't really... It's not... Yeah. I'm, I'm not excited about it, honestly. You know, it... But I mean, story. Be, when you think of like when you say when you think of that actual storyline, yeah. that part makes sense. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But we we know in our heart of hearts, it's not going to be that kind of. It's not going to be as good as he's had the last two years. Yeah. It's not even going to be as good as they had at 17. Yeah, that's the other thing. We have a reference point for yeah. an Undertaker Triple H match at WrestleMania. Yeah. it's not like. After you saw that, you're like, "Ooh, I want to see that again next year." Like <laughs> right. we said with Shawn Michaels, <laughs> no. you know, it was, it, was, it was a fine match and everything. You okay. had Motorhead out there, and yeah. and uh, they they took it out to the floor for a hundred years, and yeah. uh, Triple H got choke slammed through a stage that we couldn't see, and yeah. and and all that. And, and there was nothing wrong with that match. Yeah. It was, it almost was un, had the unenviable task of being on one of the best WrestleManias ever. Yeah, because that that's true. That show was crazy. Yeah. But 
yeah, it's not going to be as good as that. It, but uh, hey, you know what? These guys are professionals. They're vets. They know what it's like to be on this stage, yeah. especially this stage. The match can only go up from here with me at this point, yeah. right? You know how to make me? I just thought about this. Make me how? How are this WWE going to make me care about this match? This should be a weekly segment. Yeah, <laughs> kind of is. Uh, make it a street fight. Make it a no holds barred street fight because. One of my favorite matches ever was Triple H versus Mick Foley mm. in a street fight at Royal Rumble, whatever. And, yeah. um, since Royal Rumble 2000. Thank okay. you. Sorry. Yeah. I had to pull my thing in here. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> so, uh. I was talking over my shoulder. And <laughs> since, uh, since they're, uh, they're kind of lax on the PG at this point, make it a street fight. Make it an interesting, good street fight because you're not going to be a technical masterpiece like uh, like Shawn Michaels yeah. can provide. So, so why try? Yeah. So why try? <laughs> Go the other way and and do what you do best yeah. and beat each other up. Yeah. Make sure you write Nathan Jones out by attacking him in the bathroom. <laughs> right. Oh wait. No, we already did that. But it was great, wasn't it? Yeah. It made that match better. So yeah, that's that's Ooh. how they're going to make me interested in that match. And I'll add on to that. Okay. I got my Booker glasses on now. Sheamus. But how's Undertaker going to win this match? Because he can beat anybody. He can't beat anybody at WrestleMania. Would you, would Undertaker allow Sheamus to help him win this match? Even though he would, let's say, even if he didn't know, do you think Taker would be accepting of that? As as. Back, the backstage Undertaker is okay. what I'm talking about. Can they get the Sheamus thing back on its feet again? Because Sheamus needs this really Sheamus bad. Sheamus needs something. Sheamus, what did I say? Sheamus is 1-7 in seven this year? 1-8, in eight, I think. 1-8. <laughs> if he costs Triple H the match, let's say Undertaker yeah. doesn't see it, whatever. Or does he get him after the match? The, after the match. Okay. Undertaker doesn't need help to win at WrestleMania. Okay. And yeah, no way if yet. he does have help, it kind of tarnishes, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah. If, like I said, I mean, honestly, Undertaker should just retire. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, we know this. Because anybody after these past two years, it's just, it's not as interesting. Yeah. All due respect, all due respect. Yeah. How many matches did he wrestle last year? Four? Exactly. Five. And that's one of the things, like, I was just, I saw the replay when I was watching Superstars of the, the confrontation that Triple H and Undertaker had. I'm like, what have these guys, I tweeted this, uh, like, what have either of these guys done in the past year to make me care about this match? Yeah. And it's nothing. They haven't Undertaker, done anything. Undertaker went from having one of the best WrestleMania matches ever twice yeah. in two years to he came back getting killed that, by Kane. Yeah, he came back for that run with Kane, lost every single match. Yeah. And Triple H has been out since right after WrestleMania, and he hasn't been back, except for that stupid dream sequence. Yes, is, and isn't it sad? Sorry, I'm going to get off on another... This kind of ties in, but isn't it so terribly sad? Look at everything that Undertaker did for Kane last year. Yeah. And... What's Kane going to do? Go to the present now. What has that done for Kane? Nothing. Has it done anything at all? No. Got him a few pay-per-view checks. Has it done anything else? No. People don't care anymore. No. He got beat by Ray tonight. What an upset that was. Yeah. <laughs> Ray beating anyone ever is never an upset anymore. Yes. We, we said this for years. Ray Mysterio beat Kurt Angle and Randy Orton in a triple threat match yeah. at WrestleMania 22. Right. 
and that was the last upset he ever had in his life, folks. (laughs) (laughs) If you even want to call it that. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. Kane winning anything is an upset. Right. Yeah. I said that three years ago, didn't I? Because he was jobbing to, like, Kali. Right. And Mark Henry when he sucked. Yeah. (laughs) And Nathan Jones, I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) We want to see Nathan Jones in The Expendables, too. (laughs) All right, anyway. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. But, yeah, see my point? Kane's got effing nothing for WrestleMania. A guy that had the world title for about five months and, you know, major tenure. Probably the only guy that's beaten The Undertaker like that. Yeah, he's probably praying for Chavo to start shit backstage so we could beat him in five seconds again. (laughs) Just like, uh, it's strange. Like, what a difference a year makes, but it doesn't for some guys. Right. You could do all this stuff and then it doesn't matter. Swagger won the title last year. Does he have a match booked right now, Chris? Nope. He, be, he beat Kofi this week on on SmackDown, but who hasn't beaten Kofi lately? What's with these All-Americans? Ron Simmons, when he lost the title in the in WCW, I never saw somebody more dissed than him after he yeah. lost the title. He didn't even get a rematch, I don't think. I don't know. Sorry. I've... Okay, that's way far off of the six degrees of what we were talking about. <laughs> we got, I guess we got Cody Rhodes and Rey Mysterio. Let's talk about something positive. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cody Rhodes and Rey Mysterio. Cody comes out and he's frightening me tonight, Chris. He's okay. he's got I, I equate him to Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Okay. He's got that clear face mask on. Yeah. I'm just wondering what this all this reconstructive surgery and how he looks so much different. Yeah. Uh, what? I don't know. And you know, yeah, because Ray. Okay, there you go. That ties in. Ray beat Kane. Right. And then Dusty Rhodes comes out. Right. And the next segment he starts... And you know what? I I really like this segment, Chris, because I don't think Dusty... I've never seen Dusty appear on TV with the cameras rolling and have him not be on. Right. Dusty was actually being Virgil Runnels. You know, that's his real name. (laughs) Dusty was being himself and talking in a low tone. He wasn't getting funky like a monkey, going to the pay window... He was talking like a man to Rey Mysterio. You're right. a lifelong friend of the family, and I'm really sorry about what Cody's doing. Yeah, we all smelled a rat. Yeah. Because what business is it of Dusty's, really, yeah. at the end of the day? You know, well, like, Dusty's always been one to stand by his kids, so... Yeah, for better or worse. Yeah. He he went in, He helped uh, Cody out when he was a legacy. Yep. Bit him in the ass, but he yeah. helped him out. So storyline-wise, we knew Dusty was going to help out Cody. Yeah. But uh, I I liked it. I think it yeah. I think it worked really well. Like I said, I want to see because you know he okay he beats up Ray, drags him up the ramp, and then throws him into the mirror. But that yeah. was that totally they, that was a missed opportunity for the video spot. Could have been so great. You have Ray's face smashed up against the big HD wall. But yeah, then... but Ray's too short. The camera was too high when he threw him into it. <laughs> What did you say? He, he basically hit a light and he yeah. knocked out the entire feed. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. He hit the light board and that makes the software that projects the image go wonky? What? <laughs> I don't understand that, but okay. It looks cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go for that. <laughs> but yeah, because they brought the mirror up all of a sudden. It had to been out the whole time. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to throw him into the mirror. Yeah. I, you said that and you were like, throw him into the mirror. And I was yeah. like, it's not a real mirror, Joey. <laughs> I was playing along. I was having fun. (laughs) 
Mirror! Yeah, he's doing the the Joker thing like he wanted him to. Yeah. <laughs> he smashed the mirror, but right. with Ray's face instead. <laughs> it's a new twist on things. Uh, sure. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure that'll be a good match. And of course, the most important thing, the the big spiking of the ball after the whole beatdown, he rips off Rey Mysterio's yeah. mask. Something yeah. that has rarely been done, especially in the WWE annals. Yeah. If if at all. Um, I don't think anyone's gotten... I can't think. Had, did so Kane ever get it off? I think... You know what Jericho did, remember? He did in that pay-per-view match where he ripped his mask off and he had to hide his face or yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, but yeah, so it's happened. You know, speaking sure. of Jericho, though, I was saying after it went off the air, they came back from commercial, Cody and Dusty are hugging each other backstage. He's like, that's what you gotta do, Cody, to get to get big. You gotta, you gotta go big and all this other stuff. Right. And... Uh, I was like, I want to, I want him to come out next week, just like what Chris Jericho did when he was feuding with Hooventude yeah. in WCW. I want him wearing that mask around his neck like a necklace yeah. next week. <laughs> that, that would be so great. Be Plus, cool. black goes with everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's a can't lose next week. Yeah, I like. I'm, I'm glad Cody's getting to do something because he's he's really good. So. Yeah. Really um, good. Speaking of masks, though. Oh. Um, big announcement uh, as of recording. I think it was yesterday, the twenty fourth. Big announcement in Mexico City, press uh, conference and everything. Yeah, with uh, Jr. was there on hand and um, Carlos Cabrera. Is that his name? The, yes. the commentator guy. Yes, he was there um, to announce Mystico is now officially a part of the WWE and will be known as Sin Cara, which for those of you who don't speak Spanish, it means without a face. That's for people like me. Yes. Faceless, I think, is what I saw also out there. Uh, literal translation is without a face. Okay. All right. So, yeah, and I, that was cool because I saw the stills, like the kind of, it was like that frame by frame thing. He, yeah. he comes out in his old mask, yeah. rips and off, rips it off, and has the new one. I like the new one, by the way. Yeah, it's it's very similar to his uh, Mystico mask. Yes. It's got the like the 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 burst looking thing from the center, but then yeah. he's got like big like Wolverine spikes on his eyes. So. Yeah. Hey, he's in WWE. You got to look big. Yeah, it's Mystico comes to Las Vegas basically. Right. You know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even his eyes are completely like uh, there's like that mesh over his eyes, so you, there's yeah. completely no facial features whatsoever. It's like Jushin Thunder Liger yeah. kind of looking, you know, like. So I, I think that's interesting. I just wonder how. I know obviously he'll be able to to take care of it in the ring because yeah. he's amazing, but. Is he gonna, are they going to let him talk? I would hope so. And other, if they don't, how is he going to get over? Manager. Eh, Good they, guy manager, fun yeah. manager. I don't know. That doesn't always seem to work. Turn Ricardo Rodriguez baby face. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so, I know, yeah, okay, play in the Mexican card. No, but... I mean, you to know. get over in the WWE, you have to be able to talk. So yeah. I'm assuming they're going to let him. It's yeah. just really interesting that they would have someone with no facial features, whatever, try to get over as a baby face. Because the big part of... Uh, of relating to the character is their facial expressions, and when they're in pain, you see that, and you you're like you're pulling for them. And so, without that yeah. face, without that that conduit to like feel what they're feeling, it's it's going to be really interesting to yeah. see how he does. Like what Ray does, that was a good example because yeah. I, I was thinking about that actually because yeah. learned about the Mystico signing, watched SmackDown, and then then that Ray Kane mask, yeah. tons of close-ups of Ray's face in anguish. Yeah. Because he's got so much movement to do with his face with yeah. that mask on. It's almost like it's not there. It's just yeah. his normal face. Exactly, yeah. At this point. Well, yeah, because you can see his, I mean, you can see his eyes and his yeah. mouth and everything, so. I will say, if anybody can, if anybody can do it, Mystico can, because yeah. all the, all the footage I've seen, all the matches I've seen, he's got great body language, and he's really, he's, you know, he's almost like a, a he's almost like a, like a, like a 
big big time hard rock singer you know he he raises his arms really high yeah. and he makes everything big it's like yeah. what Bruce Dickinson or David Lee Roth would say get that guy in the nosebleeds and Mystico has that th- it factor about him so yeah. I, I think he can do it yeah I think give him so. a lot of pyro and you know it's going to be really interesting to see yeah I mean because they've touted win. they've touted like masked guys before that come over like Ultimo Dragon and uh, we see yeah. where that went yeah I mean, yeah. So I, they, they're they're banking heavily on him, though. So I think they're gonna they're gonna give him yeah. every single possible opportunity. Yeah. This 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 could possibly make up for, you know, and I'm not saying anything can really make up for dissing Ultimo that way because I think that's yeah. one of the biggest crimes they've ever committed. Yeah. And and not even signing Muda. Period. Yeah. Is still beyond me, especially like in the late '80s, early '90s when you could have had him, and you yeah. could have easily outpaid him what he was making in WCW. Things like that just irk me. Yeah. Muda had such a great personality, and he never said oh, yeah. a word. Yeah, you could have given him any of those managers, maybe less cartoony guys. You yeah. know, maybe get him like Heenan. Right. Even though Heenan's cartoony, like you couldn't have put Muda with like Jimmy Hart or yeah. or Slick. No disrespect, but it's a different thing. Yeah. I, I just really wish. Yeah, missed opportunities part two. We'll do it soon. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I yeah, they have high hopes for Mystico. Jim Ross is all over and he's been talking about it on yeah. Twitter today. I mean, obviously, I think I saw somewhere, I don't remember where it was. I think it was maybe in the Dragon Gate uh, website. Um, they were talking about it, and whoever does the news thing for them was saying that like it looks like he will bypass FCW completely and just come up to the main roster wow. when he's ready. So I don't know how accurate that would be because just like Del Rio, who came from Mexico from the Lucha Libre style, yeah. he's going to have to deprogram a lot of what he knows in yeah. order to fit with the WWE because it, it's really, really different. And that's not us hating on some of that aspect because... Well, because, I mean, he still incorporates a lot of what, obviously, a lot of what he learned in Mexico in yeah. his Lucha Libre style, yeah. but it's different. The pacing of the matches is really really different in the WWE from anything else really honestly yeah he will have to learn that I mean I think that maybe if he's going to hit the road right away there's an easy way to do this and I'm not playing the card I just think who better to tell who better to show him that put him in dark matches against Chavo yeah Chavo will get that taken care of pretty quick oh yeah I think that's a and you know I'm sure especially Chavo and Ray and Alberto they want him to succeed I would think so I would imagine he will He'll have lots of matches with Chavo. I mean, that's yeah. kind of Chavo's role at this point. Yeah, he so. d- he did that with uh, uh, Daniel Bryan yeah. when Daniel Bryan worked house shows yeah. for a while. That's he, he is kind of the go-to guy, and I like it because he can really handle all styles. Yeah, I think Chavo might be the guy that can really help him get get moving on this thing. Yeah. Jr. was even saying that he's going to hit TV hard, and that to me tells me that yeah. he is going to bypass. Yeah, which rarely happens. Right. Uh, Del Rio didn't even do that, did he? No. He, I remember I was reading rumors last year that he was struggling in FCW yeah. for the same reason you talk about. The Mexico guys struggle in FCW because, man, that style is so different. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a different ball game. You, you know, you have to. Yeah. Speaking of masks, <laughs> we're talking about Ricardo. I found that he's been wrestling in FCW under a mask. He told me that, yeah. Yeah, and he wrestled on NXT a couple of times, obviously, with that whole thing that's been going on. But Oh, really? Yeah, but he's been wrestling under a mask, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> I got to... Here's my thing, and real quick, I know I know we don't have much time left in the show, but they got tough enough coming back. By the way, Trish Stratus... Yes. <laughs> yeah, we even talk about that segment. Trish Stratus is back as a trainer... Austin is a host slash trainer. Booker T is a trainer. I've heard 
I've heard that Bill DeMott yeah. is going to be a trainer on Tough Enough. Or Hugh Morris. Somebody had to have squashed that by now if it wasn't true, because they've already taped episodes. Yeah, yeah Hugh Morris. And you got NXT rap. NXT's finale, by the way, is next week. Gotcha. So... Maybe, I don't think, how can they even bring it back? I mean, I know you said it's two different things, but does WWE see it like that? That's what I'm wondering, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really see why they would need to have both the shows. They are really different, but I would say just stop NXT, honestly. Here's what I say, dump NXT, but I still want, I tell you what, you want to get me in there? You can still have your weekly internet show. Just feed us FCW. Let us watch it. Yeah. For those that really care, we'll go watch it online. Just give us an outlet to do it, because I can find clips online, but some of them usually get pulled, yeah. and I want to see it. And the, to me, that is NXT, because they got the same names and the personalities. They, this way yeah. they have good storylines with guys that are on their level. Yeah. Or some are a little better, some are a little worse. But this way, I at least get to watch it. Yeah. I want to see Xavier Woods now. Yeah. I want to see Lance Storm's guy. I want to see Mike McGrath, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Lance Storm got his first signing. I love it. His first uh, student that got signed by WWE. I want to see these guys already. I want to see Richie Steamboat. I want to see yeah. Bo Rotunda. I, I want to see these guys. I don't see why they wouldn't... I don't. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't show those. Just put them on, online yeah. like every week. If their biggest wish with their newcomers are to be internet darlings so you can get that reaction when they first show up on Raw or yeah. SmackDown, you know... Then just put it on your own damn website. Yeah. What's the harm in that? And that would get rid of all the stupid challenges and goofy things that they do on NXT that I don't really like anyway. Yeah, so. sh- shut up, just wrestle. Yeah. You know, do your hourly show, but just let us watch it, damn it. Yeah, you own right. the shit. Yeah. You're paying rent. Let it work for you. Yeah. Be better than TNA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Oh yeah, TNA. Okay, so, ready? Spoiler alert. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to ever convince anybody to tune out of our show, but if you really care enough to watch next week's Impact You'd and be surprised. surprised, turn off the show. Rewind to like the last minute when we're doing plugs. Yeah. If you hear background music in the background, you're safe. Yeah. We're going to talk TNA. We're going to spoil their monkey ass right now. Well, because they've already taped it and... Yeah, so I was, I, I DVR'd, it actually worked for me this week, two oh. weeks two weeks in a row, my DVR like just rejected shut it. down in the middle of, of impact, I was like, <laughs> oh, well, okay, I guess someone's telling me something, Yeah. but uh, this week it actually worked all the way to the end of the show, I didn't watch the whole show, <laughs> because as I was turning it on, um, one of the things announced was a pose-off between oh. uh, Rob Terry and Scott Steiner, so... <laughs> Joey just fell out of his seat. Um, I've never left the seat in the entire show. I am on the floor, <laughs> wriggling around. So I I just uh, DVR'd it and fast forwarded <sighs> it to the wrestling matches. So I just watched the wrestling, which took me all of maybe twenty minutes, plus the time it took to go between the commercials. You mean you don't want to watch big beefy guys who are obviously on steroids, <laughs> <laughs> like move their arms up and down? Uh, no. Two guys that like to use the word freak a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I saw I was saw it in fast motion as I was fording through, and it was it wasn't even a pose down. Rob Terry came out in like a speedo and nothing else, but oh. Steiner came out. Where's he Orlando was, Jordan when you need yeah, him? Steiner was in a suit. Orlando Jordan was actually on the show. He was a judge. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, rest, he teamed up with EY versus 
the 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 security guard guys of Immortal. <laughs> the Gunner Gunner and Murphy. Yeah. One of them just got signed too. One of them actually got a deal out of that. I don't that, know. Which so that one. match was bad. Um, oh. what else? Oh, ODB returned. Good. Uh, she wrestled Madison Rain, which it was it was okay. It was the fun. Madison Rain. I like it. Oh, it was the Master Ring Challenge. Yeah, that's right. It was. I don't know. I just forwarded it to when the rest of came out. Um, Tracy's back. Yeah. She was with... Who was she with last week? I don't remember. Mm, I didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm showing my hand here. Yeah, I'm just going through it real quick because a lot of it I don't really care about. Yeah. Um, the main event was um, Angle versus Hardy versus Anderson. Triple Threat? No, RVD. Angle, RVD, and Anderson a triple threat. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Um, but then at the end of the show, you know, TNA had released that press release saying, tune in because something awesome is going to happen. Boy, they the were telling that like it was, this is the thing that's going to save the company. So, um, yeah. So it, it's after the whole match is over, and they go up to Taz um, in the booth, and he's like, "Oh, we," he's like, just puts his finger to his ear. Oh, we just got some news. We just got some exclusive footage that we're going to show you. Um, and so they cut to this video clip, and it's black, and you hear rain. And is, then you, is there is there a cabin? There's no cabin. Oh, uh, but you hear rain, and then you see uh, black boots and the bottom of a trench coat, and you see someone climbing upstairs. Um, like into the rafters, and then it the exact same Is thing. Is WWE buying ads on <laughs> TNA now? <laughs> the exact same thing you saw at the end of the Undertaker things with that burn in with the date. Yeah. The exact same font was used, and it was like three three eleven, and then it fades to black. So yeah, I I was I was flabbergasted at that point. <laughs> And immediately tweeted like something to the effect of TNA is dumb and nobody should watch it ever. Uh, yeah, and, ever. And you know what's really horrible? That's not even the spoiler, Chris. Yeah, no, I know. I actually just to just to justify it to myself for my my not really rage, but just my total shock that they would copy something like that. Yeah. So right after it happened with the Undertaker. Yeah. And uh, so I went and looked up the spoiler for next week's Impact, which I the never big, look at spoilers. The big special. Yeah. It, is it a special? It, the, well, they're, they're like touting it's a big show because there's like the the the, the wedding. Come on. It's, it's oh, a big I deal. Forgot. I didn't even mention that. God. Okay, let's not talk about it, but I'm just saying, okay, you never read spoilers ever. Yeah, I never read spoilers ever, but I really don't care about TNA anymore. Right. And it's getting it to like one of the lowest points ever of not yeah. caring about it. So I just looked. And yes, spoiler alert. Sting is coming back, and Sting will beat Jeff Hardy for the uh, the, the the Diva Dan title, title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week on Impact. So He's walk out with that crap. Yeah, so that's the big thing. Which looks more like he should. Yeah, <laughs> the face of that belt looks more like I want to see Sting. Yeah, <laughs> with like purple and green and stuff on his face. So I mean, was that was that TNA's way of saying? Oh, you thought Sting was going to go to the WWE? Nope, he's coming here. But it just looks pathetic when they do it like it, that. It does, because it's like, I'm sure that, obviously, they realized that they were probably going to pretty much get Sting all along. Yeah. I'm sure he talked to WWE. Yeah. And, of course, they probably would be sort of scared that he would. But it didn't happen. And they're just, pl- oh... Oh, we're so inside. We're just, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do this it's just because like, you thought that first promo was Sting. We're gonna yeah. 
Boy, that just, just reeks of just unprofessional desperation. It is. I mean, they constantly talk about WWE, even though they're saying we're better. Yeah. They constantly do stuff like that. And who's one of their main businessmen in that company? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Chris, before we almost finish the show here, can you read that quote I pulled? Hulk uh, Hogan yeah. said this about their competition. All right. Um, so Hogan says, quote, They've spent so much time building John Cena up. There's a way to really build somebody up. Uh, but all of a sudden, within three or four seconds, he had the whole arena screaming that Cena sucks, talking about The Rock. Um, sometimes I don't understand the philosophy. John Cena is going to be there all the time. Even though The Rock said he's back, he's only back for one day. He's not going to be there wrestling every single day like John Cena is, really holding it down and really keeping it real. All that stuff is scripted. They had Stephanie McMahon and the writers telling The Rock exactly what to say. I just didn't understand why they would want to destroy Cena so quickly. Now, after this week, do you, is any of that true? No. Um, I, how was is, how is having The Rock come out and cut a promo against Cena destroying Cena? I don't know. The people that boo Cena like The Rock. Yeah. And for, I mean, as silly as it sounds, because they're actually really similar. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it doesn't make... No. The, the Hogan... The, I don't know what he's talking well, about. Ho- Hogan's a shrewd businessman, Chris. Of course he is. Look what he's done for TNA. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> and let me give you one more point for TNA, okay? Ready, Chris? Okay. So let's wrap up this entire last week and change. WWE brings back The Rock. Brings back Trish Stratus. Something the fans really love. They got their, f- They got people like twittering about them and facebooking oh my god they're back right christian comes back right yeah look at all these fun things that are falling into place signs an international superstar signs an international superstar mr go hey you know what for you for you fans 10 years ago this match was the shit we got undertaker and triple h something for everybody right right am i right am i right about this yeah greatest women's champion of all time comes back arguably yeah yeah I know I said that already, but I just like to say it. Yeah. TNA. We already talked about the spoiler. Yeah. They also sent another press release out, Chris. Did they? Yes, they did. Okay. They want to let you know. Me. That, yes, you, Chris. They want to let you know that also next week, because you know our fans don't know that Sting won the title yet. Right. We've got. Angelina from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I don't know how you can even say that TNA is not worth reporting on, Chris. I don't know. You know, to me... What was I thinking? I can't take this company seriously anymore. It's not even It's not even the hundredth of a threat that I even ever thought it was originally. Yeah. From now on, you know what TNA is, Chris? What is it? We're going to be sitting around watching all these shows. WWE, Ring of Honor, Dragon Gate, whatever we can get our hands on, right? Right. Whenever we're a little bored or just jaded by all the greatness, we're gonna bring the court jester out to <laughs> <and> make TNA <laughs> dance for us because that's what they do. That's what they've been doing for us since day one. Oh uh, yeah, because that's it, it does put even it all the into stuff perspective. I ex- yeah, <laughs> thank you. So can you say that one more time? I said it does put everything into perspective. When you whenever you're getting down, you're feeling you're having a bad day, thinking wrestling's like, oh my god, WWE, what are they doing? This is dumb. It's stupid. Tune into TNA. For like ten minutes, even yeah. have them dance for you for yeah. ten minutes, and really just really just think about that. So yeah, bring the fool out. <laughs> if that's 
if that's the the best reason to DVR TNA, just so you can have it there whenever you need it, whenever you need a good laugh, yeah, never to boost your spirits. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, you you screenwriters that are down and out, <laughs> don't give up hope. You writers, don't give up hope. <laughs> there is there is so much curve in the shit that is out there. <laughs> it puts a smile on my face, and I think it's I'm gonna sl- I'm gonna sleep like a baby tonight. <laughs> nice. All right. So yeah. So um, we are officially going to start that all-time fantasy tag team tournament as soon as WrestleMania is done. Yes. It is on, and there's way there are ways to be a judge. All we've got we got some new listeners too. You new listeners that want to be a judge for this, send us an email. Let us know you want to be a judge. Yes, you can email us at whs at cnjradio.com. Um, you can email us there, leave us a message on our blog, which is at cnjradio.com, or you can message us at Facebook, um, which is linkfriendly.com. Um, friend us over there, and thank you for anyone who has recently come over here from Twitter, because I know I've been getting some recent uh, Twitter followers, so if you've discovered the show from there, then awesome. Tell your friends. We love you. Send us mail. We love you. <laughs> we do. I I I love. I, I love do. I have been responding to a lot of people that are because whenever I watch the shows, I'll like do the hashtags like with whatever I'm watching, and I'll get responses from people, and I do respond to those. So uh, message me on Twitter, and we'll interact, and it'll be awesome. I like it. All right. Well, I'm like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep very well tonight. <laughs> and God, where do you go from there? I just can't. I'm gonna go. I'm okay. gonna go find out who this great new wrestler Angelina is. <laughs> right. And uh, looking forward to the tag tournament. I'm, I'm. I'm just in a great mood. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for doing the show with me tonight. No, no problem. Good night, everybody. I'm gonna get up out of this ground. Ain't no grave.